0: Hey everyone and welcome to I Am Lacey Unleashed. It is a rainy Monday and I just finished an epic day teaching my Mastering Your Messaging class and also being with my Collective Mastermind. We had a money coach come in today and money coaching is a unique thing because sometimes I will tell you, I have found that money coaches come in to teach and the money coaches teaching don't have no money. Which is a really funny thing that's happening on the interwebs that people are teaching things that they actually don't really fully understand or have a hold of themselves. And I was excited to bring my friend Lou into our mastermind to talk about money because Lou has like $6 million in net worth, 1.5 in the bank ready, like that. she's putting in investments and is just... Wicked smart when it comes to money. So it's been a big Monday in my world. Um, But I just got off of a one on one call with one of my clients, and it really had me thinking about the three things that kept me in my business making between 10 to 20K for a long time. And when I say the things that kept me making 10 to 20K for a long time, I'm talking 18 months plus. I was in the 10 to 20K, couldn't break out of it, like couldn't make it past like that 20K hump for a long period of time. And it was kind of twofold, but there were three main things that kept me in that spot. And once I got past those three things, Going from 20K to 50 or 60K happened in like a flash. And then consequently going from 50 to 60K to go to 100K happened in a flash as well. So it was really that first barrier between 10 to 20K where I felt like I got stuck the longest. So when I think about the three things that kept me there, probably the biggest, biggest thing was... That I waited too long to hire. And I'm not talking just like an assistant coach. I'm talking like anybody that helped me outside of just me, myself, and I. So 2017, 2018, 2019, first part of 2020, everything was me. Everything was me. And it wasn't really until I opened myself up to having help that I started to really turn things around. But the big catalyst was hiring an assistant coach. But I'm going to say this. So often, hiring an assistant coach is done wrong. So often. People scale their businesses and they hire assistant coaches and it doesn't go the way they thought it was going to go right off the bat. And that's because the intention around hiring an assistant coach and the process in which you bring somebody into an assistant capacity has to be solid. This means you have to know the type of person that you're looking for. You have to know the non-negotiables for that person. You have to have a really upfront conversation about capacity. You have to have a really bold conversation about income and you have to be super clear on what you want and to listen to any red flags that come up when you're hiring for an assistant coach, or it's never gonna go your way. And this was something that I understood really deeply when I scaled and hired my first assistant coach, was just probably why it went so well, and it's definitely why, you know, 20 months later she's still in my organization and is thriving. It's because I really listened to what I needed first. I listened to what I needed first. I had a really good handle on what I needed from an assistant coach first. So I didn't just hire and suddenly take my income from 10 to 20K. It actually went from like 10 to 35K. We blew the doors open once we hired. But that was because there was a lot of intentionality behind my hire and how I brought her on. And I understood this because I have a background in hiring and firing. (laughs) I worked in the private sector. I worked in human resources. I hired and fired. I interviewed people. I got used to having people in interviews. I got used to turning people down. And I was doing this when I was 22, 23, 24 years old. I did this again when I was working in financial sales. I would sit in on interview panels when we were bringing people on. So I got really good at the interview process. I got really good at asking questions, which is why I think working with my coaches as they hire and scale to do it right is one of my favorite things to do. And it's something that I do regularly. I have placed a lot of assistant coaches with a lot of CEOs in the last year Because I have a keen eye on what's going to make somebody a good fit for your organization. For me, when I hired, that was an instant jump from 10 to 20 to 35K because I hired the right person that fit the needs of my business, that fit the niche that I was working in and servicing. And I hired somebody that I felt embodied what I wanted to bring onto my team and really embodied a lot of qualities that I didn't have myself. So I didn't just hire. I hired the right person. And this is one of the most like difficult parts of scaling your business. Because finding the right people cannot be rushed. This is why I always tell people to hire before they think they're ready. Because it cannot be rushed. So that was the number one thing that got me from 10 to 20K to bust out of that was hiring. The second thing that I did was I made strategic investments that I knew would help me build a team. I made strategic investments by looking to mentors that had built out a team that I admired. So I invested in a coach in a mastermind and the mastermind itself was not a fit for me. But the coach that led the mastermind was a fit for me. And the way she energetically handled her team was something that I wanted to emulate. And so when I started to scale, I hired somebody that I could look at her organization And I met with people inside of her organization and I admired the way they worked inside of her organization. I think one of the things that we neglect to do when we're hiring mentorship is we hire mentorship because it checks some arbitrary box of I need to do this, 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 and this or this person. The question you should always ask is, does this person have a business and run their business in a way that is how I would want to run my business energetically? Is the person you're hiring, do they have a business model? Do they run their business with the kind of integrity that you wish to run your own business with? Because I can tell you, there's a lot of Joe Schmoes out there that I could give twenty-five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 to. They could probably help me build my business, but it's not going to feel aligned if I can look at their business and the integrity they, in which they run their business and go, that doesn't feel good to me. This is where coaches make a lot of mistakes with mentorship is that they, they hire somebody because they're really good at DMing them and bugging them to hire them, but yet they don't want a business model where they have to DM people. And then they're upset when they get into the mentorship and they're asked to DM and it's like, well, what did you think? They got you that way. That's the way they're going to teach. So, I went two years working in a mentorship business where I was mentoring others and I was in an assistant capacity, but I was not being directly mentored. And that was my fault. I thought that I could get away with just learning as that business grew. And I didn't. And I kind of stalled out because I wasn't, I was filling everybody else's cup. I wasn't directly filling my cup. And I actually, when i made the strategic move to hire somebody that had a business and a team that was run the way i wanted to run my team that took me from that 20 to 35k hiring went from 10 to 22 strategic mentorship under somebody that i admired that had a team and ran her team in a way that like i really wanted to emulate 22 to 35. You should look at your mentors and you should respect them for the type of people they are. You should respect the kind of team they lead. You should respect the business that they run. If you don't, they're probably not the mentor for you. I continue to hire mentors that I respect the business that they have. I want to grow my business not necessarily just like they do but I respect the way they've done it and I'm going to put my own spin on it the number three reason that got me from 10 to 20k and then busting through that 20k ceiling was the belief in myself that I could that I could do it while still being happy Because see, I was actually really miserable between 10 and 20K. So I had this fear if I was already miserable between 10 and 20K, if I bust through 20K, I'm gonna be even more miserable. So more money meant more misery. And a lot of people run that way they'll do something because it's working and they'll bust through 10, 20, 30K doing it a way that's making them miserable. And then they wonder why they're still miserable. They were miserable when they were doing it that way at 10K. You're still gonna be miserable doing it that way at 30K, but you've just not been listening. So I was really miserable between 10 and 20K. So I was worried to go above that because I didn't wanna just invite more misery. What I needed to do was get out of my own way And get myself out of the box of believing that I had to do it that way. That was making me miserable in order to scale and do it the way I wanted to. I had blinders on that it could only be done this way. When I took myself out of the box, more money stopped translating into more misery. It became more growth in the way that I wanted to make I wanted to have growth from 10 to 20k I was really miserable doing it the way that I was doing it and I was fearful of going above that because I just thought that would invite more misery and you can't grow happily if you're already miserable if you're already miserable at 10k the way you're doing it you're not going to be happier just because the engine starts giving you 30k a month you're still going to be miserable So for me, I got out of my own way and got out of the box of believing that I had to do it just this way in order to break through that next barrier. And so I've continued to grow my business in a way that makes me feel the most me, in a way that makes the most sense for my life. And it's become a lot easier because I'm doing it in a way that I actually want For so long, I didn't break through because I was afraid I had to break through the way I was taught. And the way I was taught didn't make sense to my brain and it didn't make sense for my life. So when I actually broke through, it's when I started to do it in a way that made sense for me. I started playing by my own rules. I started playing playing in my own creativity. And now I have a business where I feel fun and lit up and creative and I'm always retooling my offers and I'm always looking at things and I get to create and do things the way that I want to do always. And so money comes easier. I grow through the levels easier because I know I'm allowing myself to expand and grow in because I'm not miserable while I'm doing it. You can't grow miserable. Misery will follow you at 10K, 20K, 30K if you're doing it a way that doesn't make sense for you. So for me, busting through that 20K was busting through the the limiting belief that I had to do it this way to make it. I did not. And so I started charting my own course. So if you are at a spot between 10 and 20K, and you needed to hear this message, I hope it reaches you. Intimate Coach Collaborative is well over half full. We start in two weeks. I'm super, super excited for this group. It is shaping up just the way I want it to. I'm so excited every single time I welcome ladies into this container. If you want more information, please DM me at I am Lacey Unleashed, or you can email me Lacey, L-A-C-Y, at mycoachlacy.com and I would be happy to have a chat. I will talk to you soon. Bye.